welcome, and let's buckle up for Episode 8 of Drive Time Talks, a podcast created exclusively for our policy drivers, the team members driving policy decisions on issues that matter to Toyota. This is Donna Rudy from Government Affairs, coming to you from Washington, D.C. This special edition of Drive Time Talks takes an inside look at the trade investigation on auto import tariffs. On May 23rd, President Trump instructed the Commerce Department to investigate the national security implications of auto imports. The investigation was initiated under Section 232, the same provision used to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum imports. This could lead to a 25% tariff on all vehicles and auto parts imported into the U.S., a serious threat to our industry. We have asked John Bozella, President and CEO of the Association of Global Automakers, a leading trade association representing international automakers and suppliers who build and sell vehicles and parts in the U.S., to join us today to tell us what this means for Toyota and the industry. John, thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me. To start, can you tell us a little bit about Global Automakers, what you do for Toyota and the other brands who are members of your association? Think of Global Automakers as another set of eyes and ears here in Washington, D.C. and in state capitals all around the country to help navigate the intersection between the auto business and public policy. So we're engaged every day in every way with regulators and members of Congress and other policymakers at the state and federal level who are making decisions about our business every day. And so Toyota does a terrific job of of this, and we're another set of eyes and ears to support your work. Can you explain the auto imports investigation and how does Section 232 work? Yeah, you know, this is a really interesting question, and it's really, when you think about it, it's very puzzling. What the U.S. Department of Commerce and the President of the United States have decided is to investigate whether automotive imports are a threat to our national security. And I know you're trying to think about this, and you're saying to yourself, well, how is a RAV4 a threat to our national security? And of course, I'm just as puzzled as you might be if you're thinking about this question. What this very obscure section of the trade law allows the president to do is to investigate these questions, whether some trade relationship has an impact on the national security. I think, I think it's quite a stretch in this case, to be honest. But the important thing to realize is this is a way that the president can actually impose significant tariffs on imported cars and imported auto parts. And what's your reaction to the president's decision to initiate such an investigation? And what prompted this move? I am highly concerned, and I think we all need to be, uh, by this move. Yes, it's an investigation which doesn't automatically lead to tariffs, but it certainly could. This very same section, 232, was used to impose steel and aluminum tariffs on uh, steel and aluminum imports, which, by the way, has increased the cost of domestically produced steel and aluminum, which is partly why prices for cars and trucks are already going up. So we've seen this used before to actually impose tariffs. So I'm very, very concerned about it. I think what's driving this is a desire on the part of the administration to see more cars and trucks built here in America. Now, 
we are doing a great job of building cars and trucks here in America, and Toyota's leading the way, along with other international car companies who've collectively invested $75 billion here in the United States over the last 20 years or so. I think that the president's desire to see more cars and trucks built here in the United States today is good. That's a good instinct, but this is a terrible way to go about it. You touched on this a little bit, John, but what does national security really have to do with auto imports? Yeah, absolutely nothing. I, I really, this is a real, it's a real struggle to get your arms around. The United States today is the most competitive, the most vibrant car market on the face of the earth. And the reason for that is because we have a competitive open playing field where manufacturers from all around the world come here to the United States. They sell cars here. They produce cars here. And what that does is it gives consumers great value. It gives consumers lots of choices. And also it creates innovation. Competition creates innovation. If anything, the existence of, of a vibrant, broad, competitive market actually enhances our national security, not the other way around. So what is the timeline for this investigation? When would the tariff be imposed, and do you think the president will follow through with it? Right now, what the president and the Department of Commerce have announced is an investigation. And so over the next 270 days or so, the following will happen. There will be an open comment period. Uh, so in the June timeframe, uh, we at Global Automakers and also through a, a, an organization called Here for America will file comments. I'm quite sure other car companies individually will do the same. There will be public hearings in July. And what the Department of Commerce will do is collect the information from these hearings and from these comments uh, to make a determination and a recommendation to the president about whether tariffs should be imposed. Uh, then the president has some time to review that. Uh, the result of that and make a final decision. But as I've said, in the case of steel and aluminum, where I think the case was also very, very weak, uh, that steel and aluminum imports actually harm national security, the tariffs were in fact imposed. So we have to take this seriously and be very, very vigilant about this because it isn't just about our consumers. It's bad enough. Remember, tariffs are taxes. And so what we're doing is we're imposing more costs and higher taxes on our customers, but we're also increasing the cost of production here in the United States, and that should concern all of us. As you know, Toyota has an incredible story as a global company creating jobs and investment in America with plans for our 11th plant in the U.S. Is Toyota insulated from this attack because we have invested so heavily in the U.S.? You should be, but you are not. And what I mean by that is policymakers should recognize that the industry today is not what the industry looked like in the 1980s. Today, 13 car companies build cars and trucks here in the United States of America. And when the Toyota Mazda joint venture is up and running, that will be the 14th company. So what you see is a very vibrant, robust, and thriving industry. But what's happening is that some folks in this administration don't recognize the industry as it is today. Right. And I think see things the way maybe they were back in the 1980s. So that's why we need to be concerned. We should get credit for all of this investment as international car companies, but we're not. And, and we, so we need to do a better job telling that story. It's really important that we get that message out. What should our dealers, suppliers, customers, and team members be aware of? Well, one, we all need to be aware of the threat of, of these tariffs to our business. Certainly from a dealership perspective, this is going to raise prices 
It could lead to lower demand for vehicles, which could impact dealer employment. You know, I've certainly talked to other trade association executives that represent the dealers and are con- they're con- very concerned about that. Our supply chain, uh, our partners ought to be very concerned about this because these tariffs will apply to auto parts as well. Uh, suppliers that are importing parts and components uh, from outside the United States will be subject to higher costs. So we're going to make it more expensive to produce cars here. I think the other thing that we all need to be aware of is that our trading partners are not going to stand idly by and just take this. We will face retaliation, which will make it much more difficult to export cars and trucks. And so that Toyota Camry that's made in Georgetown, Kentucky and exported outside the United States could be subject to retaliation. So we all have a stake in this game. And I think it's important that, number one, we understand what the stakes are. Number two, we find a way to make our argument, to get in the game, and to uh, make sure that the policymakers making this decision understand what the impact will be. You've touched on the reactions of our trading partners and allies, but will it create a trade war, or has it already begun? Boy, that is such a perceptive question. I think it's already begun. And the reason I say that is, yes, these auto tariffs are just in the investigation stage. But as you and I sit here today, Uh, At midnight tonight, a new set of steel and aluminum tariffs associated with a similar national security uh, investigation are going to go into effect Mm -hmm. against the European Union and against Mexico and Canada. That will most certainly have an impact on our business. And so, yes, in effect, the trade war has begun. And that is what concerns me more than anything else, is that when you pull together the cumulative effect of challenging NAFTA negotiations, the steel and aluminum tariffs, the China 301, which is another tariff fight that we're having, uh, as well as the potential of auto tariffs, the effect would be cumulative and, I think, devastating for the industry. Now, John, you know our Toyota policy drivers played a significant role in helping us beat the border adjustment tax. What is it that we could be doing now on the auto import tariff issue? Well, first, I want to thank all the policy drivers because you had an impact. There is no question about it. I can tell you, having been very close to the sausage-making process, as some of us refer to uh, lawmaking here in Washington, that you absolutely had an impact. And so when you think about the type of work that you did to support Toyota's initiative to push back against the border adjustment tax, we're going to need to do a lot of the same things. We're going to need to reach out to our members of Congress and make sure that they recognize what's at stake uh, and they support our position. We, we need to continue to talk to governors of, of the states in which we operate because governors recognize your value. They know that you are uh, about great paying jobs and about uh, support in the community uh, and about continued investment. Governors love those things and want to continue to tell your story and can be very helpful shaping this outcome here in Washington. So those are, uh, I think, really important uh, things to do. John Bazella is president and CEO of the Association of Global Automakers, the voice of international automakers and suppliers with significant operations here in the U.S. Thanks for talking with us today, John. Thank you, Don. It's been a pleasure to be with you. And that's it for this episode of Drive Time Talks. This is Donna Rudy signing off from Washington. Mata Ayama Show. Until next time.